to Waking Up with Whitney. This is Whitney Page. In these episodes, I like to take a look at a growing experience in my life and provide a reflection to help you relate it back to yours. These stories can come from experiences from my past life as an engineer or something a little more current like my experience here as I live in Bali. On this episode, episode number 10, we're going to take a deep dive into the coronavirus. So as you all know, pretty hot topic now in the world going on. And my curiosity for this topic became ever more prevalent, especially right when it started off and I my ears started to perk up right at the end of January when this was announced in Wuhan, China, and there were certain cases and I was here in Bali saying, hey, am I safe to stay? And so as you might know from these episodes, I like to dive deeper into my curiosities. And so the curiosity popped up with Am I safe here? And I thought that I would might as well dabble into that and see how that played out in my life. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into a little history of the coronavirus and be show you how you can start to take this, the history of the virus and the things that the news shared with you and with all of us. And how the virus is contracted and all of those good things so that you can understand yourself how safe you are in the environment that you are. Over the next three episodes, I will be talking all about the coronavirus. You might think that I'm a little crazy, but this curiosity thing really got to me and I just had to really dive into this one. So not only did I do a lot of research, but it even brought me to a general hospital in Bali, the largest one there, and the largest general hospital in Singapore, because I was extra curious. So I would love to share with you all of these findings that I have come up with. And we will start right on off now with a little basics about the virus. So as I mentioned, the virus started off at the end of January. It was about January 27th, when announcements started to go out from China and people started tracking the virus and the origin of the virus. So the origin started with a combination of the hot poultry and the cold fish at the markets in Wuhan, China. And from this, the virus was formed and then was passed on through humans where from human to human, whether that was contact, a sneeze, a cough, whatever it was, a handshake, saliva, however that is spread, the virus was able to bounce from person to person to person. And that's how it started off in that city. And so from there, the virus takes typically... It can take up to seven to 10 days, somewhere around that range for symptoms to start to show. This is called the incubation period. And during this period, you might have some symptoms. You might feel a little bit of tension or tightness in your chest. 
You might feel like the urge that you would have to cough if you were to hold a really deep breath in. Or your temperature might be a little high. But all these things could be pretty subtle and it could just be a way it can your body can still house the virus and the bacteria in it, but you just might not show the symptoms. But it's important to know that in those seven to 10 days, you might not end up getting and showing the symptoms, but you can still house the virus and pass it on to others. And so this is probably, as I was doing the trends out, this is how I was interpreting it in my mind too, is I was able to notice from point A of the first person getting sick, the first round of people getting sick, and then they pass it on to their friends and their family. And those friends and family don't even realize that they have the virus in the first seven to 10 days. And they're going on with their day-to-day interactions with their friends. And then they spread it to their that next round of people. And before you know it, it becomes an exponential rate of the virus being spread. So this that was the math and that was the visuals that I created in my mind as I was starting to do a little bit more research of noticing where and how this virus is spreading. Another thing that I was tapping into, something that really sparked my curiosity was a little thing that the Chinese did when the virus was first noted by authorities. So when it was first noted, they the government didn't do anything for the first, about the first week, the first seven to 10 days, turns out it was that period too, that they didn't do anything. And in that amount of time, before the city was under lockdown, five million people fled from the city bounds. So there's 11 million people total within the city and from that time, people left in cars and planes trying to get out because the people inside knew that this was that this was a bad virus that was going around. And of course, you want to take care of your family and your loved ones. So they're going to other places to be able to take care of themselves, um, which any normal person would do, which is also why I'm asking myself these questions. But it's just interesting to take note of that, that there were 5 million people that fled. And granted, those 5 million people that fled, all of them, of course, did not have the virus or not, did not even have the bacteria in that, in that period, that, um, in the incubation period. But it's still very interesting, even if just 0.1% of those people did, that is still a fairly large number of people that are going around, that's 50,000 people of 5 million for 0.1% that are going around in their day-to-day in these new terrains and meeting new people, whether that is through handshakes, hugs, maybe taking a sip of a friend's drink, someone sneezing in the room around you, touching a doorknob where the bacteria was on it, and then going to eat with your hands. 
I'm sure you can replay all of those <laughs> types of scenarios. I won't won't get, let you get too carried away with them because you might go a little crazy. I have done that myself. But it was just a time for me to get real of imagining what the worst case scenario was. The worst case scenario being all of these people are going out, they're hopping on planes, they're going to other countries, they're going to other cities, and they're contaminating other people. Which is why we are now looking at a time where the virus has spread to multiple countries, to random cities, And each country is now having to deal with a different way of putting them, their people in lockdown to be able to provide safety and security for people. And so without me getting too carried away about how each country does it, I'm going to leave this episode for you to... Start to bring that curiosity for your own life. Start to bring a curiosity of if there's something in your life that you don't know, why not do some research for your own self? Why not get the answers? Because I've been there. I've been in those conversations, whether it's been in a group or with an individual, where I don't feel like I know enough whether that's been politics or even just watching a show and not being able to relay information to it or contribute. And so I feel very small and my opinion starts to, um, in my mind, I think, I feel like my opinion doesn't matter because I feel like I don't have anything to contribute to the conversation. And this in turn relates back to our decision-making process. So if we feel like we don't have enough information to be able to make a decision, of course, we're not going to make a decision. It's almost like the best decision in that case is no decision when I'm pretty sure the saying is sometimes the worst, the worst decision is no decision. So being here in Bali, I just wanted to confirm that by either making that I had the choice to make a decision to stay or to go. I wasn't going to make no decision. I was going to make a decision. So choose for yourself today. What is it that you want to start researching so that you can either make a decision or have something to contribute to a conversation? So politics are a very hot topic. The coronavirus is a very hot topic. Go crazy. Choose anything that lights you up, anything that you don't know about. Maybe even look in the stock market, in finances, in economy. Anyways, I've been doing that. And it's quite fascinating. So that is what I have for today. Tap back in later this week for two more episodes to come out. And I'll chat with you soon. Take care.